everyone. My name is Eric McRae. I am your recovery coach. This is Victorious for Life podcast. The name of this episode is titled Train to Look for Imperfections versus Offering Encouragement. Again, train to look for imperfections versus offering encouragement. Lord Jesus, I come before you as always. Your manservant here, Eric McCray. And I am sincerely asking you to please forgive me for my sins, Lord. The sins that I'm aware of and the sins that I'm currently unaware of, Lord. I pray that you use me, Lord Jesus. You don't have to skip over me to use somebody else. You can use me, Lord, because I choose to be a willing vessel for the sole purpose so your Holy Spirit can flow through me so your inspiring, inspirational words can flow through me, Lord Jesus, so that the listeners can hear and feel the Spirit of the Lord coming through me so they can be educated, so they can be encouraged, so they can bring their awareness up, Lord Jesus, because there's no excuse to be ignorant. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So again... The name of this episode here on Victorious for Life podcast is titled Trained to Look for Imperfections versus Offering Encouragement. It's sad that we live in a world where people, they are mad thirsty. They're highly motivated to correct you. Bad enough, you have a lot of people on the job site or mostly, most all jobs really, that The old saying goes that there are too many chiefs, not enough Indians. So a lot of people, they are mad thirsty to tell people what to do. Whether that particular person, whether they're a supervisor or not, even if they're playing the role as a supervisor for the moment or temporarily, a lot of people can be insecure. And that role that they're playing, that supervising role, it does make them feel good while they're at the job. So there's no telling what's going on in their personal life. Or you got people in their personal life where they feel good and they're very confident in their personal life. And being a supervisor at their job would be like a bonus for them or it just adds on additional uh, confidence or it just puffs their ego up or stroke their ego. The point is that we don't live in a world where people are taught to offer encouragement. People are not taught to tell you that you did a great job. A lot of times on a job, especially the job that I have, when no one says anything to you, that's a clear indication that you did a good job or you're not giving me a reason to get on your case. A lot of times people, they're trained to look for imperfections on my job. It's not just my job. It's pretty much anywhere, really. People micromanage folks to death. And I don't know about any one of you that's listening. I know that being micromanaged, meaning someone constantly micromanaging me, it's uncomfortable. It really is. So my thing is for me is that when I know that I'm being micromanaged, I focus on the job at hand. I stay focused, what I need to do. And if anything, I want to give them something to see, something to look at as far as myself, Eric McRae, doing a good job. Or, you know, the way I move, the way I operate, I'm following company policies, I'm following the rules, I'm making sure that my job description that I understand it or comprehend it, and I'm making sure that I'm demonstrating to my supervisors that they see I'm doing a good job. So if you're going to watch something, then watch that. I prefer that. Anyway, a lot of people come to work 
on a consistent basis. I know a lot of people say that leave your problems at home. And for the most part, some people do it. And then sometimes a lot of people have a difficult time leaving their problems at home. Sometimes it's hard because when it comes to problems and issues, you tend to carry that with you no matter where you go at. So a lot of times some people, they just they just pretty much uh, remain to themselves or remain to themselves or just be quiet overall on the job. So a lot of times people don't say nothing. They just speak when spoken to or they speak when they have to as long as it's job related. I know I could be like that. A lot of people need encouragement. You'd be surprised what people are going through. And when, when it comes to the job site, a lot of people don't care about what you're going through because they figure that that's personal and they don't have nothing to do with the job. Yes, that's true. But you got to understand that in order for a lot of people to be motivated to perform their job or to have job performance at a high level or at least a healthy level, if their personal life is affected, it can affect their work performance or their job performance. Now, of course, it's not the company's responsibility to be someone's therapist. However, any encouragement can help. You can offer encouragement and that may only help 30%. After you know, the after you give the initial encouragement, of course, encouragement alone sometimes don't eliminate the cause of the problem or the root of the problem. But what encouragement can do, it can at least decrease, like I said, between 30 to maybe 50%, depending on what a person is going through, depending on if they're receptive or not. My thing is that as a recovery coach, I choose to encourage people because I know what it's like for me to be discouraged. I know what it's like for me to go to work and I'm struggling mentally and mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I'm dealing with a crisis from within, spiritually. And I don't, sometimes I may have people to talk to. Sometimes I don't at the job. That's what I mean. So sometimes I may have people at a job that I can talk to. And then sometimes or most of the time I don't. A lot of times I have to call people that obviously they don't work at my job or they're not co-workers. Like today, I had an issue from within. And not only I was able to call two brothers that affiliate the ministry that I, I attend to, I also prayed. I had a, a private moment at my job where I was able to pray to Jesus Christ. And I'm so grateful that Jesus Christ met me at a point of my need. And I'm, I thank the Lord Jesus Christ for not abandoning Eric McCray. Jesus Christ came through and touched my heart not only touched my heart, but Jesus touched my perspective, changed my perspective and helped me to have a peace of mind. And I'm so grateful for that. Encouragement is very important. A lot of people, they're trained to look for imperfections. They're not trained to give encouragement. People should be trained to offer encouragement, not just trained to look for imperfections only. Encouragement also can be that you tell a person that you did a great job. Every now and then I may hear that at my job. Every now and then. But, I mean, not but, but however, a lot of times I give myself encouragement, not necessarily verbally tell myself this, but it's mostly a thought. But I think to myself that I did a good job because I went throughout the day with no, either no complaints 
or there was a complaint. It was more like a verbal complaint or uh, or like some form of corrective criticism or just a verbal uh, comment that relates to me bringing my awareness up. And it was no write up. No, I didn't get fired, anything like that. So I take that with a grain of salt because it could have been worse. So that's encouragement to me because the situation could have been worse. And I thank the Lord Jesus Christ for helping me to be humble because I'm still working on humility because I have moments where Eric McRae is very stubborn. And that's scary to me because when a person is stubborn, that means you're not teachable. When you're not teachable, that means that your heart, your heart becomes hard and it's difficult for anything that's optimistic to penetrate your heart. So it's never good to be stubborn. It's never good to to allow your heart to to become hardened where your heart is not soft and anything that's righteous related cannot penetrate through that for the purpose of redirecting and encouraging you. Encouragement is medicine when you think about it. It's it's medicine within itself. Encouragement. Because we all need encouragement every single day. You'd be surprised what people are going through. You'd be surprised what people are going through. I am here a recovery coach, a trained recovery coach. And I've been a recovery coach uh, since uh, 2014. I took my first training class in Manhattan, New York, 2014. And I took an additional class. uh, Let me see, the beginning of 2020. I would say January 2020, I had took my second class prior to COVID. I took my second class and that's um, actually sealed the deal for me right there. That solidified Eric McRae within a nutshell. So I am a trained recovery coach and recovery coaches are optimistic. Recovery coaches, they believe and support recovery across the board. Recovery is not related to a 12 step program, regardless of what people think. Recovery alone does not have anything to do with drugs. Recovery, like I said plenty of times on this podcast, and I will continue to keep saying it, the definition of the word recovery is when Jesus Christ takes a person back to the original state where Jesus intended for you to be in the first place. That don't have nothing to do with drug related. That's nothing drug related at all. Okay? So, I support recovery. Recovery is a big, is, is very major, is big. And I'm here to offer encouragement to the listeners. Whoever you are that's listening to this particular episode here on Victorious for Life podcast, whatever you're doing right now, whatever your predicament is, whether you're homeless or you're in a nursing home or you have your own place to stay and, and you know, financially you're lacking financially or maybe your life is just good from a materialistic point of view. You may not have no issues there, but everybody got something they got to work on. Whatever your issues are, I'm here to offer you encouragement that you don't have to deal with your issues by yourself, that Jesus Christ is real. Jesus Christ had the ability to perform miracles. The interesting thing about miracles is that Jesus Christ does not necessarily always, sometimes Jesus may, depending on how the way Jesus wants to move. Sometimes Jesus offers miracles very quickly. Then sometimes Jesus doesn't. It depends on the will of the Lord. The point is that I am confident and I am 
man enough to vouch for Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ is a miracle worker. He's a way maker. And I know this to be facts in my life, not opinion. And anybody, if you're, whatever you're going through, whether you know Jesus or not, whether Jesus has performed miracles in your life in the past or not, I'm here, Eric McCray, your recovery coach, is offering encouragement that Jesus Christ is a way maker. I want to close this episode because I don't want to be long-winded. Father God, I come before you, Lord Jesus. I ask of you once again to please forgive me for my sins, the sins that I'm aware of and the sins that I'm currently unaware of, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for sanctifying and cleansing and blessing this episode here on Victorious for Life podcast. Thank you for blessing the whole entire podcast overall, period. Thank you, Lord, in advance for taking the podcast to another level where it will become an LLC, a business, not necessarily just a hobby. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you all so much for once again listening to Victorious for Life podcast. I am Eric McCray, your recovery coach. God bless you.